of years now since this whole thing started, certainly for myself and our jazz farm and Fields of Green family. Um, there's just been some people that you can always count on, you know? Definitely. And I think that um, Verna and Tony are certainly mm -hmm. two of those people. So thanks for popping um, thanks for popping onto the show. So uh, there's Daniel. Oh, Dan, the grow man, couldn't be with us tonight because he has this terrible stomach bug. And Eli, his son, had to actually be sent home from school today. They, they, they just sent the whole class home because Gosh. everybody was sick. Apparently it is incredibly contagious, the stomach bug that's going around. So wash your hands like it was COVID. <laughs> <laughs> that's the message when, that Dan sent to us um, this morning when he said he couldn't, regrettably couldn't make the show. But we think it's quite nice and yeah. cosy. And so yeah. did you find the poll? I did. Yeah, the, the poll for tonight, are you going to the mass action gathering this Saturday? Yes. First option, yes. We need to push the government to change the law. Second option is no. Marches have never brought change in the past. And three, yep. I'm in two minds. Mm. I mean, on two, I would, I would argue that because I think the build-up to us changing and getting our privacy judgment was all because of the marches that we had and the protests yeah. that we mm -hmm. had on our exactly. 420s. And Cape Town always had huge marches too, you know? Yeah. yeah. So I think yeah. it led up to it, and, and they did work, you know? And we yeah, haven't gathered in so long. We haven't gathered in so, in so long, and I think that it's really nice that there's all of these municipalities. Mm -hmm. If you are watching the show and you're in an area that you know is going to be, have a be having a gathering on Saturday... We uh, we know for sure, of course, Pretoria and Cape Town, um, Jay Bay, East London and Kids Beach, they're having a gathering. Mm. Uh, we know that Paul Michael, the head of our legal team, um, has already been to see the Howick mayor and handed over the memorandum. Remember that you can go to Fields of Green for All's blog and you can download a copy of that memorandum in PDF form, even if it's just you, yep. you know, and even if you only go if you only go next week because your municipal office, offices are closed. Remember that we don't want the memorandum going to the police. Mm -hmm. It's not addressed to the police. Yeah. It yeah. is addressed to the government, which would be your local municipality. We've also heard that Bloemfontein is, is doing wow. something. Durban. So that's really nice. Oh, yeah. Durban is certainly Oatsman, gathering. Oatsun um, will be yeah. gathering at the at the Catholic Church just outside town, you know, the Jesus Cheese Place. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there are all of these little spots. But I think the impact, the major impact that was had, apart from all the fun that we had in the Cape Town marches, um, was the photographs after the mm. fact, because that really shows the, the solidarity. Mm. And we hope that you will have your local media present. We have certainly uh, had quite a few media houses, photographers um, and people like that uh, interested. So we need a gazillion, million, squillion photographs, please. Um, of our beautiful cannabis community on Saturday. But right now, <coughs> I am feeling a distinct lack of THC. What do we have on the dank cam? Because we always have the dank cam, no matter mm. what. Can we see it? Sorry. So I've, um, normally we have something fresh and delicious, but today I decided this is actually a super lemon dog, which has been curing for over a year. So let me see if I can get a little bit closer. Whoa. So it's a little brown, but it's So what, over solid. the year it loses color? I think a little bit, it's lost a bit of color. I think there was quite not, brownish to start off with, yeah. but if you do break it open, you see that it yeah, is... Yeah, it's super bit, dank and yeah. crystally. I don't know if we can... 
Yeah, there you can see. And it's still yeah. quite tasty. So Super I don't terpy. think. Yeah, I don't think that the year lemon did, did any damage to the. Oh no, it's yeah. definitely improved it. But I think it's also in the way that we we do cure. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Bovida. Yeah, shout out to Bovida. And I learned something today that you get Bovidas. I thought you got big ones and small ones. So I obviously wasn't paying attention. We've been chatting quite a bit on our Amber Cup group with Mike. We always call him Mike Bovido because he's in Amsterdam now. And um, and he always sends us our cool stuff that he sees over there. And we mm. and we have a chat. He's very much still part of the family. And um, I thought you got big Bovidas and small Bovidas. But those big Bovidas, you actually get 58s and 62s. Yeah. So there's a little bit of, of, um, of information while... Um, while Amy's rolling us a nice yeah, big fat split. I mean, in Joburg, a lot of the time we use the 62% mm-hmm. yeah. because, so because it's so dry here, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas in Durban, the guys usually buy the 58%. Oh, I see. You know. Okay, and then somebody was saying today that maybe the, the 58s are for a uh, short term once you've manicured your bud and you're keeping it in jars. Uh, and that the 62s are for longer term. Um, we like to keep some of our weed for years and years. Uh, I think that it does degrade to a certain extent, but if you can optimize those storing conditions. But well, when we're... Still smokes fun. Yeah, yeah, that's... So, funny fun. fact, uh, look, most tribal African kings would only smoke their weed that's been curing for at least a year. Really? Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. And if you think of all the different curing, traditional curing methods, yeah. you know, we've been speaking Long. about traditional cannabis a lot. We've got a new page on traditional cannabis that's uh, published on our website. And um, think of the cob in the banana leaves mm. that was cured like that. So, um, so curing is certainly an art. But uh, from next week, we'll have Growing With My Buds again Yay. because spring has certainly sprung here at the jazz farm. And we're going to be, th- uh, we'll speak all about seeds and planting and clones and all of that in the in the coming weeks because we've decided just as an aside here at the hotbox show that we are going to do 15 episodes per season so that'll take us up to december and then we'll have another a little break we've also been hearing about quite a few um cannabis podcasts and uh, other shows that have popped up and we'd like to be featuring uh, some of those people as a Show of love and solidarity mm. between now and the end of the year. I believe there's one coming out of Port Elizabeth uh, soon about women's issues and cannabis. So always keep your uh, eyes and ears open. You know, there's there's lots going on out there and there's absolutely uh, no excuse for ignorance. Only the government are ignorant. <laughs> All of us are the cannabis community and we can't be ignorant. Yeah, exactly. So the... Um, the Fields of Green for All update this week is uh, most certainly all about the mass gathering. And uh, earlier today, thanks to Boom, we've uh, filmed our weekly Myrtle's rant. And um, maybe you'd like to show that to our viewers now. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Myrtle's rant. What I've been thinking about over the last week, coming to you unscripted from the Hotbox studio here at the Jazz Farm, So the last week's been super busy, Uh, as usual. We've been preparing for the mass action on Saturday. Um, Day after tomorrow now, we hope that you've got your sunscreen and your placard and your Dacha t-shirt ready to join us at the Union Buildings. Or if you're in the Cape area or one of the other municipal areas, we're going to be chatting about it on the show tonight. So 
Um, we're all very excited to eventually get some form of unity, uh, togetherness, and that's what I spoke about last week. And since the last rant, I've been thinking about being heard. Because I think that this is what this mass gathering is all about. We just want to be heard, you know, because good people disobey bad laws. Nothing about us without us. All the slogans are there. My body, my choice, it's all there. But we just need to be heard. I think that we are heard on, on certain levels when it suits people. Um, but on the nitty gritty and the absolute most crucial things that we need to be heard about, we, we seem to fall on deaf ears. Now, mass gatherings can sometimes be a bit like shouting into an echo chamber, you know, preaching to the choir. In doing a little bit of research for a press release that we did today, I was looking through some old photos and those Cape Town marches were so awesome. They really were awesome. And I think that it certainly did raise the level of awareness of cannabis in South Africa and they certainly did uh, go some way to reducing stigma and, and having us heard. But the last Cape Town March was in May 2017. And then, you know, things happen. Uh, in uh, July, August 2017, we had the trial of the plant. 2018 was also super busy, Jules and I, as a result of the trial of the plant and, and our international engagements um, and our trying to raise the profile of South African, Southern African cannabis through our work overseas. 2018, 2019, we traveled a lot. It was a great blessing to be able to see all of those beautiful places with my sweetie. Um, and it, there was a lot of activism going on. And in the background, we were writing this, which you all know which is our manifesto, Cannabis in South Africa, the People's Plant, a full-spectrum manifesto for policy reform. And it's things like this that stop us shouting into that vacuum, that stop us shouting into that echo chamber and preaching to the choir and all of the other cliches. Um, we are going to this mass gathering with solutions. We have an IKS bill that will be represented, the traditional healers will be there, the Rastafari community will be there all around the country in the municipal areas. And that is what we really want to get across, is that we have solutions. We just really want to be heard. And um, it might sound like we whinge and moan a bit, but you know, that's what act activism is all about. That is why people in South Africa are so active with their marches, because Everybody is struggling to be heard. So through all of this, I, um, I had to write this press release today. And so I thought I'd just share it with you because it came out all in one long streak. I didn't uh, edit it or anything. And I just sent it off to, to the journalist. So this is, this is our message. And this message might be shouting into an echo chamber, but, but don't forget, wherever you talk about cannabis, cannabis in South Africa, we've got solutions. We've got that amazing Eastern Cape Department of, of Agriculture and Rural Development document that was developed over many, many, many months with many really credible um, experts. We've got the Weber Wenzel report. We've got all sorts of, of things that offer solutions that just need to be heard. So this was my uh, press release stroke rant that just came out 
flowing today. South Africa hasn't seen mass gathering in the name of cannabis activism since 2017. Later that year, our hopes were held high by the trial of the plant in the Pretoria High Court, only to be deflated by the case being rendered part heard. Then we had another dose of optimism delivered by the Constitutional Court Privacy Judgment in September of 2018, only to have that defeated by ongoing police harassment, arrests and incarceration, in defiance of our hard-won constitutional right to privacy. The Hayes Club case dismissal fuels our anger as we th sit through parliamentary hearings on a cannabis bill that becomes more unconstitutional with each amendment. The South African cannabis community is khatpul. We have waited and waited, but government insight into the complex cannabis issue is sorely lacking and the real evidence have ne has never been heard. We are tired of reading in the media about huge cannabis business deals that are proceeding for those with privileged connections and money. We are tired of being ignored and locked up in cages for a plant that has been used in Southern Africa for 700 years. Nothing about us without us because good people disobey bad laws. Myrtle Clark, the remaining half of the Dacher couple, surviving plaintiff in the trial of the plant, and Managing Director of Fields of Green for All, non-profit company. So there you have it. That's my rant for today. So on with the show, and I'll see you next week with some of my thoughts straight out of my head and into the camera. Thanks for watching. And we had a great good old smoke doing that. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be sharing the Myrtle's rants um, as, as separate segments on our YouTube channel uh, as soon as we can find a moment to breathe. Uh, I must say that that super lemon was very nice. Ooh, it's it's very honestly, nice. we've got some amazing yeah. things or variety to choose from at the moment, but while these lemons are still around, I do, I'm totally drawn straight back to them. Yeah. Like they're my yeah. favorites. Where's like it from? Where's it from that super lemon? Uh, I think it's, uh, I'm a deadly, isn't it? Yeah, super I'm lemon dog. Super lemon dog. It's, yeah. it's been a favorite all along. But just Look. rest assured, save your weed. It really, really yeah. does mature very, very nicely over the, over the months. So with the mass gathering, we've obviously also um, been watching the news as usual. And um, we've got some local news and some international news for you in our weekly CBDNN feature. Yeah. You know, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes stories are just like too much. The dramas that go on in social media, we've been really having a laugh at this one. Yeah. It's not so, for, for the person who was wronged, it wasn't so nice, but... Yeah, well, I'm sure everyone's already going to be well aware of it because the groups on Facebook have been going. But uh, the pressing issue of the Rosin Robbers... So we were in two minds of whether to bring this up tonight or not, but we've really been having a little bit of a chuckle. Um, well, besides the fact that it's a bad thing to have happened, but basically what happened, there's a, a lovely pet store and they have a rosin press in their pet store and some gentlemen came and put it into a plant bag and left with it. Yeah. So the whole, the whole press. The whole press in a plant yeah. bag disappeared yeah. from what I've gathered on Facebook. But, um, you know, he has security cameras. It's his store he has yeah. and uh, all the footage yeah. and that. And big ups to him for kind of pushing them to 
return it. Yeah, because he, yeah. he hasn't gone so to have the So have they returned it or have they I, made any contact? The last I checked this afternoon, it, it hadn't been returned, but I, I don't know if it has yet. So what um, he did was he said, Oaks, on Facebook, I know you are, and before I publish your faces and yeah. your names for everybody to see, you can re return my, no, my rosin press and my rosin. Oh, yeah, and the oh, best part is... What? Yeah, I know. The best part is, is um, when I saw the story come up, directly underneath his post was said rosin press for sale. <laughs> <laughs> so as he stole it, he Put tried it to sell it. And then that night, on the same group, on, on same Facebook. Group. Yeah. Um, same stickers on the press. Same, uh, like, guys, literally, uh, it's, really? it's really... It's in bad taste, and you give other yeah. stoners a bad name, so return. And the thing is, it's really? not even like... It's not even like this is a cannabis shop. It's a pet shop, right? In yeah. lifestyle, in lifestyle garden center. It's, it's a really nice oh, nursery wow. here in Joburg. And and this guy, he just happens to like weed, so he sells some seeds and some weed equipment for growing and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. You know, he's a really really nice guy. It's within a garden center. It's, so yeah, it's exactly. Yeah. And, yeah. Oh, they do have some really nice stuff, yeah. and again, exactly, a rosin press is quite a big thing. Sure. Yeah, and it's heavy. I, I mean, that thing's got these like it. thick metal plates and whatever, and yeah. they just pop it in the plant bag. Yeah. Doop, 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 yes. smile for the camera. Uh -huh. I mean, have you ever, have yeah. you ever, so, dudes, really going to give us a bad name? Yeah, I really hope they return it soon. Like, yeah. It's enough just now, and you're all over it everywhere. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's too late. And you're, yeah, and you're not hard to spot in the crowd. No. <laughs> it's not even like the guy really likes rosin, you know, he just wanted to make money and stole the thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> not like he yeah. was going to use it for a week and then bring it back. So yeah. Like, no, I'm going to sell it. Dale, what else is in local news? Okay, so our second story, a South African cannabis company has agreed to sell the entirety of its stock to companies in Germany and Australia. Hmm. South African company called Safricana. I know, original name, very original. Okay. <laughs> Canna this, Canna that, that's what we always said. I mean, can't these people come up with more original names? They don't smoke weed. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. why they've got all this money to be in the cannabis business. Yes, and they do exactly. If you smoke weed, you'd come up with a more original name, really. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what, do they have a GMP license or something? And So the largest so. investor, uh, company Optasia, um, Basim Haidar, that's their CEO, he said in an interview that the company has started the construction of their cannabis facilities back in 2019. Okay. And since then they've grown and they've, they've also done part research as well and they've now agreed to sell the entirety of their flower over to, okay. which is thousands of kilos okay, over so to Australia and Germany. Dale, here's a job for you next week. Please get hold of Mr. whatever his name is. Okay, and say, why do you not support Fields of Green for All? Why do you not support the cannabis mm. community who have been, who have been made this possible for you to have these gazillions and squillions and 25,000 kilograms well, of cannabis? Well, exactly, from their recent statements. They can't no. say they don't have the money to support us and legalization. Not just that, no. but they're planning to, to increase and, and put in over 690 million rand to build their next project up until 2024, where they'll be pushing out 25,000 kilos of cannabis per year. Well, so they got millions and millions of It's good to have about. the, you know what? I'm always suspicious of these big numbers. I really am. I'm sorry, yeah. call me a cynic yeah. or whatever, but over the years, every time it says these huge numbers, look what Labat does all the time. Mm. Ooh, they're pumping here and they're dumping mm. there and they're pumping here. Mm. And 
yeah, who's, who's to say that is, this isn't just a, has anybody been to their facility in Pretoria and seen said cannabis, 25,000 kgs of it? And yeah. the thing is, nah. you've, probably, you've probably seen a story on the news, all over SABC News, Mnet, they, they, they're all there. But the thing and what makes it relevant now is the fact that we're facing challenges as small owners of businesses in the yeah. cannabis community that genuinely can't make it. There's doors closing. People are yeah. losing their jobs. But companies, the big yeah. corporate companies like them, get to export thousands of kilos and, of yeah. cannabis. Would have been, wouldn't it have been possible without all the flipping hard work that the community exactly. and Myrtle and Jules and Fields of Green Fall and all the other planters and stuff did? It, it wouldn't have happened. Yeah, wouldn't so, have happened at all. And we're not um, done yet. No. So we just, I don't know, I'm just suspicious of the, of the big numbers and... Hmm. Because there was a funny one that boom, you you read it out today in the in the alchemy studio. So apparently Tilray yeah. made a big. Okay, just just tell us what what uh, the story was. Uh, what was it? Uh, <coughs> Tilray were, wanted to make a deal with the German government. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they already publicised it. In the yes, media and they press put, release. Yeah. Pump, 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 and then the German government got back to them and said to them, no, you will not be, and we will never be doing business with you. Thank you very much. End of story. So they I thought that was really... Health and ministry or whatever. Yeah, I mean, everyone's, everyone's trying to say, stir no, it up. Actually, there was only a one-time conversation, and there was no agreement, and we don't want to work with them. Yeah, <laughs> everyone's trying to stir it up, make it look like they have this huge interest, yeah. so they can get the big investors yeah. to come in. Yeah. yeah. So, and then this brings us to our third local news. Isn't this cannabis world of ours completely bizarre? Our third local news also breaks my heart. So, where's the justice in the justice department? Thirteen jobs lost at Wood Woodstock's cannabis hub in the wake of the dodgy Western Cape High Court ruling. So. Sensiva, sorry, that's the voice here in the corner. Sensiva, <laughs> uh, which is a, certainly an establishment that we have come to love and it's becoming quite an institution in the Western Cape. Um, Carl, I'm sorry, he's closed his doors because of the Hayes Club ruling. And then there's a whole lot of other um, People, the Hydrobiz grow shop on the ground floor is having to lay off an employee and now has to seek other premises. Biscara coffee shop has to retrench four staff members because they really did have very good coffee at Sensiva, I remember. Canna Kiosk has to lay off one person and the next door tattoo, uh, tattoo shop will see two jobs lost. So, yeah, take that with your gazillions of plants in Pretoria that you're sending to Israel. Really, there has mm. to be some sort of middle way. Really, we don't. Mm. We need the foreign exchange. We need the foreign mm. exposure and all of that. Yes, 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 yes. But look after yourself, your family, and your community first. Although just uh, referencing what yeah. the president said uh, in his State of the Nation uh, address in February, saying that it can create over one hundred thirty thousand jobs. Yeah, they're always no. saying so many jobs, 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 but and then they're losing their jobs yeah. because yeah. of it. No. And then if we flap our, new, our wings and we go overseas and we land in America, America. There's a, a different part of the roller coaster, you know. Here's people exporting gazillions, there's people losing their jobs. And here's something about small-scale farmers in America who are getting some sort of a break. Huh? Yeah, I guess that kind of relates to what we were just talking about locally. 
because small-scale people aren't able to compete with these big corporations. So there's been a proposal in the States that would possibly allow the opportunity for small-scale growers to enter the market directly to the consumer. Oh. So, I mean, if you don't know, in America, the way it's set out is that if you're the grower, you can't be the retailer. You can't be the extraction yes. place either. In most. In, in most. You can, most you can be one division of the cannabis industry. Yeah. Just focus on one thing. So there's no seed to sale. Yeah, no seed to sale. Mm. So also for the small scale people to get to the retailers yeah. is, a, is a whole nother challenge. Okay. But I know that in America, there is very much the dispensary pot shop, or as we, we like to call them, tuck shop kind of model. Thanks, Ash from um, Dangpak. He calls them tuck shops. You know, these are, Americans are like the masters of marketing. I mean, they really, really are. If you go to America, there's adverts screaming at mm. you everywhere, mm. you know. And our American co colleagues always come up with the best slogans and the best bylines. Um, but in Europe, there's much more of the consumption lounge culture. Yeah. Mm. It's amazing to see mm. the difference. Mm. So mm. here, they're trying to find some sort of a middle way that it's not grow, produce, sell, grow, produce, sell. It's called the small and homestead independent, uh, the small and homestead independent producers act or the ship act. It's a big craft cannabis, yeah. basically. Yeah. And yeah. it comes out in yeah. concerns that as prohibition ends throughout the entire country, they're worried that the big corporations are going to monopolize yeah. or take over the market as it is. Okay. And um, it's, it's not going to allow that opportunity for the smaller people to actually make money for their families, like yeah. they have been doing for the last hundred years. It's so funny, hey, they got away, for, they, they're doing away with the growers tax in mm. California and then mm. suddenly there's this talk about all the mom and pop whatevers and, well, there's a high point on the roller coaster for you. Yeah. Ames, what next is happening internationally? Internationally, Costa Rica will make its hemp licenses free. Free? So, yeah. yeah, free for businesses and individuals interested in importing and or exporting hemp derivatives as health food and industrial products. And I think the licenses are going to be valid for six years and then you can reapply after six years. So, so maybe the licenses is, is a quality standard as opposed yeah. to some department trying to make some money out of you and pay expensive consultants. No, I think so. Okay. Sort of, yeah. Okay. Could be so here, here's something that shows that we're watching you. Yeah. Okay, so it puts you on the radar. It's a license, it's a horrible word. Yeah, I think it's pretty flexible. Sign here, and we'll make sure that we all work together for the good of the people. Yeah. And by saying working together, we mean give us all of your information and, and all the, the things you've yeah. learned while growing all of these yeah. plants. Yeah, the license no, exactly. seems to include mm. mostly everything. I mean, it's to acquire seeds, seedlings, cuttings, other hemp propagation material. Yeah. All sorts of so planting, development, harvest, import, transport. I mean, it covers most of the things. So I think okay. it's almost what, what's like. Actually, you said it yesterday. Almost like, what's oh. the point? But uh, yeah, what's I the point? Just let everybody do it. Just make yeah. it a business like anywhere. any other. But Costa Rica has a beautiful environment to grow cannabis in. Yeah. Yeah. We know how well they've been growing coffee for many, many yeah. years yeah. and other Most plants other too. Yeah. <laughs> Costa Rica is certainly a, 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 what seems from the outside, I've never been there, but it certainly is one of those paradise destinations. Mm. And I think that there's quite a few wealthy Americans living there because Definitely. of their stance on the environment. Mm. They, together with Bolivia, yeah. have dis uh, declared Mother Earth, Gaia, 
as, uh, as having rights, as yeah, the well. same rights as human beings. Good. So if you have like your constitutional rights in South Africa, in Costa Rica, the, the Earth, Mother Earth, has got her <coughs> constitutional rights. So we've got I'm still got Frank, dog quickly. Frank the Vorsorn uh, is singing for us from the corner. But I think that's that's a really nice story. I don't know why they got to bother with licenses. Why don't they just have regulations? You know, licenses, yeah. permission. It's a bit weird. Agricultural regulations, yeah. import export regulations. It's all there already. Okay. So <laughs> I'm just looking at a, a little bit. Ah. There's Michael Rosley, Mike Bavida. Your ears must have been burning. We were talking about it. <laughs> there's the capsicum, sh there's capsicum, the capsicum show, show, another podcast show. Ten yeah. months up. Oh, and there's Quibus. Are we? Are we? Who not? Tim says uh, <laughs> bad thieves should be arrested. Now I think this guy is a really nice guy who owns the shop. Yeah. But like us, he doesn't like the police. He has been yeah. harassed by the police before. So come on, Oaks. Us. The guy doesn't want to involve the even involve the just police. Just take it back. Just take it back. Joe says okay. she's smoking, uh, rolling up some cherry breath. Oh, mm. oh, yum. We Very had good. cherry breath on the show a few weeks ago, didn't we? Yeah. I think yeah. So. Oh. yeah. So now how's this one? Also staying on that side of the world, actually in the, in the Caribbean. Our third international story on CBD and internet. There's a cannabis constitutional crisis in, uh, in Bermuda. And uh, you might know that Bermuda is one of the uh, one of the colonies um, uh, of our of the late Queen Elizabeth II and now King Charles III. Now I quite liked including this this week because last week during the show, right towards the end, Amy was sitting in audience and she was trying to catch our attention and saying, the Queen has died, the Queen has died. <laughs> so the Queen died during the show last week. So um, this, is, this is a hell of a story from Bermuda. The governor, governor of Bermuda has refused to appeared, approve Bermuda's cannabis legalization legislation, stating that it violates the single convention on narcotic strikes in 1961, whatever, whatever, whatever. But basically what the UK has done, who is the most backward world power that you could ever imagine when it comes to cannabis. Um, they've got terrible social problems because of illegal cannabis grows, and I could go on and on and on about the, um, about the UK and the way um, things are happening there. But they have said to Bermuda, oh, no, 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 naughty natives, you can't be now passing cannabis legalization. Because, <laughs> you know, that's how it is. You naughty natives, we are in charge here. We're the boss. So <laughs> they're using the 1961 conventions. Don't they realize that it's, it's been the schedules have been updated? It's been recognized as medicine. So Bermuda <laughs> brothers and sisters, I think there's one in a gazillion chance that there's somebody from Bermuda watching the show. But we stand with you. We've got 100%. brothers and sisters all over in the Caribbean. We're sending you our hearts. And don't let them tell you what to do. You have got a, a legacy of slavery, just like we have here in southern and eastern Africa, where your people were brought, people were brought from all over the world to work on their sugarcane plantations. And they brought their sacrament with them. And that is our tradition. We stand with you. We walk the same path through history with the people of the Caribbean. So... I just think that um, you should give those colonial fuckwits, as Jules always used to call them, 
the middle finger over there on your beautiful island. Mm. Okay. <laughs> and that's our third story for tonight on CBDNN. And uh, we usually move on to Instagram now, but we've been having a little bit of thing. Yeah, the hashtag, Instagram. The, recent, the most recent, doesn't seem to be working. So all we're getting is old photos, and we don't think that would be very no. fair yeah, and stuff. So. so listen up. If you would like to to uh, enter Instagram, and we're looking forward to all sorts of germination yeah. and seed pictures. And, and um And uh, what do you call season-specific mm. pictures for next week. We promise we'll sort things out. But if you're going to be entering, please hashtag hotbox show. That's all. Mm -hmm. Because then we can sift through all of those. I think there's some hotbox shows around the world. You know, but yeah, we can yeah. sift through them. We know who you are. We, we know if, if, uh, if you're in South mm -hmm. Africa. So, um, or anywhere in the world. Imagine people enter from all around the world. Wouldn't that be nice? But we just have to and send them <laughs> lots of love because we yeah. could certainly not courier them their prize. So Instagram will come back next week. And um, I think that's just about all that we have for you tonight in our small hot box gathering show around the table. <laughs> yeah. And we're sure that Joe and Dan will be back next week. But for now, we'll see you wherever we see you on the weekend, certainly. We hope that you will be holding your placard and flying the flag high for our favorite plant. Dale, what you got to sign off with tonight? Know your rights. Know your rights. Better see you on Saturday. <laughs> and I'd just like to warn everybody, please, please, please don't smoke on yes. Saturday. Please don't smoke at the venue. It is a public place. That is, it's a national monument. It is our parliament in Pretoria mm. and in Cape Town. And we really don't want uh, any trouble with the police who have co cooperated with us so far. Yeah. There's oh. going to be lots of... Um, uh, after gatherings at very private spaces and maybe yeah. you can chat to people in yes. the crowd if you don't know where to go and there's places to go for sure mm. um, but uh, no smoking that's why it's um, it's it's not going to be going on all day it's only a two hour uh, statement of intent and then we can all go to our relative mm. private spaces so I'm going to just sign off by saying light one up for Jules I know he will be there with us on Saturday and we'll see you next week on the Hot Box Show. Oh, oh the poll. Oh, the poll. <laughs> Where's the poll results? On the group. Okay. Uh, getting ready. Let's see who's going to be there. Hold that thought. Oh, come on, internet. Uh, Mine's downloading. How's your thing? Mm. <laughs> we'll post the poll on the comments. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Thanks for Bye. watching. Bye.